You are listening to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast with Monica Louie, episode number 38. Welcome to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast, where we help online entrepreneurs grow their influence, amplify their impact, and scale their businesses all the way to seven figures. And now, here's your host, Monica Louie. Hey, hey, thank you so much for joining me for the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. I'm Monica Louie, and I am bringing you another fantastic interview. Today's guest has been a lifelong entrepreneur and philanthropist, and she helps business owners neurohack their success so they can build an epic life and business that they love by harnessing the power of the brain to hardwire productivity, goal attainment, and high-performance mindset mastery. Sounds amazing, right? Well, we will get to the interview in just a moment, but if you're new to the podcast and don't know me yet, I am a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist and I run a successful ads agency where my team and I manage ads for six and seven figure online businesses. I'm also the creator of Flourish with Facebook ads, my online training program that teaches my step-by-step system for creating campaigns that convert. My team and I have managed more than $1.5 million in ad spend and served more than 700 students and clients. So we are in the trenches every single day, keeping a pulse on what's working now in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads. While I teach a lot about Facebook and Instagram ads, the goal of this podcast is to discuss what it really takes to build a seven-figure online business. And that's why I love to bring you interviews with experts and successful business owners like my guest today. I am super pumped to bring you my interview with my dear friend, Dr. Shannon Irvin. Dr. Shannon is an entrepreneur, high achievement mentor, host of the Epic Success Podcast, a PhD in neuropsychology, and a philanthropist. Through her courses, programs, and Epic Success podcast, her clients learn the power of neuroachievement, which is her process for shifting how to think, act, and grow so they can achieve anything they desire. And they learn how to hardwire what they want and delete anything that's holding them back. Her mission is to help entrepreneurs go for their God-given dreams by giving them the step-by-step blueprint to go from dream to launch in a way that honors what they value most. So you are in for a treat because all of that is exactly what we are talking about today. I am thrilled and honored to have Dr. Shannon on the show. And in this episode, you will learn why some entrepreneurs actually do have it all while others stay stuck and overwhelmed. And the key difference actually doesn't come down to a funnel or a hack, and you're going to learn what the true root cause of success actually is in today's episode. Plus, she's going to teach us how to train your brain to intentionally create epic success. You'll learn the surprising way to finding the limiting beliefs that are preventing your success. And what I love most about this episode is that she breaks down the four-step process to remove the blocks that are holding you back and build the success pathways in your brain to make success more effortless. All of that is what we talk about in today's episode, plus a whole lot more. But before we dive in, I want to make sure you know that you can find all the links and resources that are mentioned in today's episode at monicalouie.com slash 38. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-L-O-U-I-E dot com slash the number 38. Okay, I am so excited for you to hear this interview. Let's dive into the interview with Dr. Shannon Irvin from drshannonirvin.com. 
Hey, Dr. Shannon, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Welcome to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh my gosh. I have been looking forward to this interview for like ages. So I'm super excited. Thanks for having me. Yay. So we have been longtime mastermind buddies for a couple mm-hmm. years now in yeah. Pat's SPI Accelerator. So I was so pleased to meet you early in 2018 when we both joined that. Um, but share a little bit about who you are, what you do today, and then I would love to go back to how you got into all of this. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Well, I am an entrepreneur lifer. I've been running my own businesses since I was about 2021, 20, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, I currently help entrepreneurs, much like a lot of your listeners, train their brain to transform their business. So the journey to that has been um, quite an interesting one. And it it started back where I was a serial entrepreneur. I owned a brick and mortar business restaurants for a while and then sold those and got into consulting, business consulting, and was teaching restaurant owners how to become better business owners and how to scale their businesses and did that for a long while. And then about 15 years ago, I founded a nonprofit called Mosaic Vision. We help kids who have lost mom and dad to AIDS in Uganda and went full headlong into that you know world of nonprofit. And trust me, I was the weirdo entrepreneur in the nonprofit world. So that was like a whole learning curve in and of itself. But, um, you know, all that was going well and I was finishing up my master's in business and I was getting ready to go on to my PhD. I don't know why I was just, I love to learn. So I was just wanting to make sure I took it all the, all the way through and, um, something happened that kind of rocked my world. And for most people, this is like a good thing and it is a good thing, but I got pregnant and being, um, a driven person that really, I like, I love what I get to do. I love consulting. I love teaching and I love what we get to do in Uganda. And that worked really well when it was just me and my husband, right? You know, we're adults and we kind of have our time. But as soon as I found out I was pregnant, everything shifted because like I wanted to be a mom that was there, right? That could be at the plays at two o'clock in the afternoon or that could go to ballet class or be at the football games and just be that, that for them. And I remember having this one moment where I literally like ugly cry, Monica, like real ugly cry moment where I thought I was going to have to give something up. And I, I remember being on my bed and just like really crying and just being like, okay, I guess I have to let one of my businesses go because my values had shifted, right? And on one hand, I was like so excited to be a mom. And I, I know I only have one, chan- one shot, right? One chance at being the very best version of that that I could be. And in that moment, I just had, I don't know, it was a kind of God moment or whatever, where I just had the thought, well, what if it isn't either or? What if it can be both? What if I could do my businesses and be an amazing mom? and show up the way I want to show up for both and for my husband. And I started thinking about people that, at least on the outside, had the appearance that they had those things all in alignment. And I knew like in that moment, I had to mentor with that person. So I started mentoring with them. And I found out on the back end of the mentorship, as I spent time with her, 
that a, it was all real. Like she really was the kind of mom that she showed herself to be on social media. And she really did have amazing business. She had a multiple eight figure business. Um, somebody, everybody would know. And what, struck me as I was mentoring with her. And obviously I had Max and was becoming a new mom and trying to figure it out. What struck me was the way, wasn't that she had a funnel or a super secret tactic that, you know, nobody ever talked about, but once you're on the inside, you knew like none of that stuff that we think, right? It was the fact that she thought differently than I did. Like she believed differently than I did about what it meant to be successful, how to create success. And it it was just one of those clarity moments where I realized like, wow, if it's all, the only difference between her at her level of success and me is the way she thinks. I, I, I just wanted to dive like really into it. And so I started studying and learning a little bit about the neuroscience of success, like why somebody's brain gets wired that way and why others don't. And was finished starting up my PhD and shifted over to neuropsychology. And the purpose of that honestly wasn't because I wanted to be smart. It was because I wanted to figure my own brain out. I wanted to figure out if she could do it, I knew it was possible. And now I really wanted to learn like, how is it possible? How was she able to do that? And spent the years as a PhD student. It was a, kind of funny. I'm the entrepreneur in the room. Everybody else are getting their PhDs to become scientists, right? I'm the only one in there trying to figure my own head out <laughs> and going that to that extreme. And I'm an entrepreneur. So I'm thinking of like, well, I'd be in one neuroplasticity class and they'd be talking about the fact that your brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's vividly imagined and how you can train your brain that way. And I, I would start asking questions like, well, can you do that in terms of success? And they would really just, I think they were really happy when they, when I graduated just because they were so tired of all those questions. (laughs) Um, But the, the interesting thing was you know, people, the scientists that knew about neuroplasticity and the scientists that knew about synaptic pruning, they didn't talk to each other. And in my mind, as an entrepreneur, I'm sitting there going, like, I just figured out the holy grail. Like, if people knew this, then it wouldn't be some mystery of how to think differently. It's literally science. It's step by step by step by step. It's a process. And I started applying my idea, that idea of combining all of what I was learning to myself. And all of a sudden, what seemed to be difficult before became a lot easier. I became better with my time. Like I just got crystal clear about how I needed to think and I practiced it. And my businesses at that time, the nonprofit and also my consulting business just exploded. And it wasn't like I was working harder. All the things that we believe, right? Work harder, work more hours, strive more, hustle more. I was actually doing less and showing up more in the places that mattered the most. And that was super intentional. And I basically hacked the system by just sitting in those rooms. And I thought, okay, I know I'm not a special unicorn. Like I know I'm not. I bet this works for my clients too. So then I started just applying it to them. and their businesses started taking off. And one client of mine who was, uh, you know, a multiple six-figure earner in their restaurant 
we started applying this process, this neuro coaching model, which is uh, the model that we have now. And um, his business shot like past seven figures to eight figures within one year. And I knew everybody needs to understand how they're wired to think and how they can become the creator of whatever it is that they want. And they actually can be done with all of the things that are blocking them. Wow. That's that's quite a story. And some of it I knew because we've been friends, but I yeah. mean, just hearing it again, it's like so powerful. And I, I, I relate a lot to my story too about when I left the corporate world, it was because I knew that my priorities were shifted with growing my family and having my kids. And so I figured out like, I'm so thankful that I had that thought of there has got to be another way. And that led me to entrepreneurship. But of course, you know, what I've discovered is that there's an endless amount of work to do, you know, <laughs> and because I'm my own boss, I mean, I mean, there are endless amounts of work to do. And so I can, you know, I can work, you know, from early morning to late in the night and not ever be done. And it's all about how you think. And that's so, that's so fascinating to me. And yeah. This is something that I've been working in my own business too. And I've kind of seen it as, as I've grown over the past few years. My business has grown, the shifts in thinking. But looking back, I can see that. But how do we train our brains, as you say, so that we can make those adjustments more intentionally? Oh, I love that. Well, here's, here's the thing that I like, need you to know like right off the bat. One of the things I see so, so often is somebody will become an entrepreneur, right? They'll start and then they'll try to, they'll take everything that we learned uh, in school and try to apply it. And it doesn't work because working harder isn't the answer. And so that's a whole story. But to train your brain, you've got to understand that thoughts create emotions and emotions and thoughts combined to become beliefs. And those beliefs over time become automated in your subconscious. And that subconscious actually runs 80 to 90% of your daily actions and decisions. So, and obviously actions and decisions create the results that we have, right? So, I mean, we know this from neural, we know this from neuroscience now, the, the place of the brain that fires first is, is where our prefrontal cortex, where our thinking brain comes from, that fires before the emotional center of the brain. We know this. So knowing that, that this is what got me so excited sitting in that classroom, I'm like, well, wait a minute. So if you shift the thought, then everything else underneath that, the emotion, the belief, how it hardwires into your subconscious and then your decisions and your actions and your results they all flow from that thought. So to train your brain to transform anything in your life, your business, your health, anything, it's a matter of starting to become aware of what you're thinking. <laughs> and so many of us are on autopilot with our thinking. We just do, we're reactionary, right? We see stimulus come in, we check email, we check socials, and then we respond or we follow what the teacher that we're looking, the guru, whoever we're following is giving us quote unquote permission to do. In other words, their methodology. And, but we're not thinking for ourselves. We're not deciding the thoughts that we're going to have. And so like one of the simplest hacks that most people will never do, but one of the simplest hacks is really choosing to become the creator of your thoughts and to take your thoughts off autopilot because 
in reality, that thought is creating either a multiple seven or eight figure business, or it's keeping you struggling and striving. And because thoughts are energy, we are always, always advocating for one or the other, either our subconscious programmed thoughts or the thoughts that we're choosing, but we, we're not, there's not a neutral. So if there happens to be some beliefs that are programmed in your subconscious, like, you know, you don't have what it takes. I'm not sure if I'm enough. Who am I? Am I an imposter? Nobody's going to listen to me. I'm not expert enough. All those things. And we repeat it enough over time. That repetition is showing your subconscious mind. This is what she believes. This is what he thinks is real. So it's like if I gave a voice to your subconscious, it's like your subconscious goes, got it. I got it. This is what you really believe. So I'm going to now take that out of your conscious thinking brain and I'm going to automate it. So you never actually have to think that again. It will just be automatic. So super important to become aware of what you're thinking and start to decide if that thought serves you or not. And then, you know, we can dive. It depends on how deep you want to dive. There's definitely processes to start to uh, remove those blocks that are holding you back and build up a success pathway in your brain that allows you to just make success more effortless. Well, that sounds good to me. So <laughs> one of the things that I think I kind of struggle with sometimes is understanding what those limiting beliefs, those, you know, those thoughts that are holding me back are. So do you have like an awareness process? Should I just be journaling? Should I just be talking it out? You know, what should I be doing to kind of explore what those are and kind of pinpoint those? Oh my gosh, such a great question. Okay. So here's the thing. You're, you, <laughs> you're in the most perfect place in the world as an entrepreneur, because here's the good and bad news. <laughs> the bad news, I always start with the bad news first. Your brain is not wired to be an entrepreneur naturally. Your brain in its natural state is wired to keep you safe and to keep things really, really familiar, even if they're broken, right? Because that provides, in terms of neurochemicals, in terms of environment, that provides stability. Even if it's the most crazy, if it's normal now, then that's what your brain really wants to keep safe and familiar. If you look up the definition of being an entrepreneur, if there was one, <laughs> safe and familiar do not come up in the definition at all, like at all. <laughs> so one of the things that you can do is to start to really lean in to the resistance that you feel when you start to do take a big step and um, doing things as an entrepreneur that you've never done before. We have this false assumption that if we don't feel if we start to feel tension or we start to feel resistance, that that must mean it's not right and I'm not aligned. And that couldn't be, from a scientific point of view, that couldn't be further from the truth because on one side, your brain wants to keep you safe and familiar. On the other side, you want to become a successful entrepreneur, right? That's cognitive dissonance, right? You can't stay safe and take risks at the same time. So your brain is going, which one do you really want? And so you feel resistance, you feel tension, you feel, and that is like actually in the brain, you see, you know, an energetic neurochemical exchange going on. So to answer your question, the best thing you can do if you're saying, I can't even hear what that belief is, what that block is, is to start to take bigger risks in your business, start to do things that you know you should be doing, but you put off because you feel nervous or you feel like you're not ready or you feel like it's not perfect enough. And 
the tension will start to come up. And in that moment is where our subconscious starts to fight for safe and familiar. And we really start to hear it more than we would normally. So that is my best advice. And yeah, journaling is great. And one of the things that I get a lot of pushback on. It's like, well, you know, we shouldn't focus on those things because if we focus on them, then they'll grow. But here's the reality. Your subconscious is running 80 to 90% of your decisions right now. And if it's not consciously programmed with what you want already, then you've got something, an operating system running 80 to 90% of your life and your business and making decisions and taking actions that don't align with your big goals and dreams. So we pull it out long enough to see it. And then I have what part of my neurocoaching model takes people through are these four steps to start to loosen the bond in the neural network. And then ultimately that network disappears after about 67 days. If you practice, if you trust the process and keep practicing the steps. I'm taking notes feverishly. This is amazing. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> okay. So, um, so once you uncover the beliefs yeah. and then the four steps is to help you loosen and remove the blocks. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I guess the best way to show it is kind of with an example. It's kind of like as, as entrepreneurs, we, you know, imagine being in a race car, right? And we have the foot on the gas. Like we're going, we have vision, we have dreams, we have all that stuff, right? So we have our foot on the gas. And most entrepreneurs that I meet, even if they're brand new, they, they have that, right? They have the desire, they have the dreams, they have the the vision. And then as they grow, that grows, but the foot's always on the gas. Right. And definitely right. So, and they have these beliefs that aren't serving them things like I'm not ready enough, or I'm not, it's not perfect, or I'm not sure people will listen to me. All those little things, those are like putting your foot on the brake at the same time. And then wondering why you're not growing and why you're going in circles. It's like, it's really, it's not your, and here's the great news it's not even your fault. Like this system came online when you were a young kid or a young adult where you created safety based on the environment you were around. So that wasn't necessarily by choice, but now as an adult and as an entrepreneur that has big dreams and vision, knowing this allows you to go, okay, you know, I didn't create, I didn't choose this. This, this is something that my brain saw as safe but now I can do something about it. I can take my foot off the brake and I can really allow my brain to work for me instead of trying to keep me safe and not successful. That's such a powerful analogy though. I mean, you can see how like you're go, 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 go. But if your foot's partially on the brake, of course you're not getting to where you want to go as quickly as you think you quote unquote should be. Yeah. And how many of us have said that, gosh, I just wish I could get it quicker. Like, why isn't this happening? I mean, I've even, I've felt that. I know you've felt that. And so, and I guess knowing that it's not your fault actually kind of allows you to have some grace for yourself. And if it becomes less like, it's, it's just a matter of taking the foot off the brake, taking your brain through the process of removing the thing. So I'd be glad to share those four steps. Oh, please. With yes. you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> this is all part of the neuro coaching model. And what I want you to picture is, is you kind of have two things going on. You ha- And I, I always use the analogy of a freeway. You've got one freeway on the right that is where we want to build a success pathway. So you already have dreams, you already have vision, you already have all that. 
but we want to take that and, and actually build a neural network toward that success. So that's, you'll be, you would be doing that too. And then on the left-hand freeway, on the left side are those, those things, those blocks, those things that are standing in your way. And I call them scripts. They're like scripts or stories. They're these things that have been repeated over time, over and over and over again. And now your subconscious has just automated it. it and in reality, it's a beautiful system, right? You can have a thought. You can repeat that thought enough that you have an internal system in your brain that says, this is truth. I will now make it super easy for that to happen. So when I say it like that, think about that when you actually get to choose the thought and then that thought gets repeated over time, how that automation system gets to work for you instead of against you. It's honestly the biggest superpower you have is that three pounds brain on top of your shoulders, but most people don't tap into it and, and they're struggling for the next you know, method or, or outside process to make things better. In reality, you have everything you need already within you. You just got to learn how to train it. You just got to learn how to work with it. So the steps we call within the neurocoaching model, we call the mind matrix. And it's four steps that you go through and then a practice that you do. So the four, the first step is truly just recognition. Like we call them the four R's just to help us remember it, but it's recognizing what the thought is. Here's where I see a lot of people get um, sidetracked. Nobody in their brain says the words to themselves. I feel like an imposter. Like that isn't what we're saying, right? What we're saying to ourselves might sound something like, and I'm going to use my own personal stories just so they're real stories. You might be saying something like, who the heck do I almost used a bad word there? Who the heck do I think I am to do this? Nobody's going to listen to me. That's imposter syndrome, right? But we don't think I'm an imposter. So the key to this recognition step is recognizing what you're actually telling yourself, not what social media is saying is what your thought is, but what is your genuine thought, right? So I use this example a lot because it was one somewhat, well, not recent anymore, but right when I was starting the podcast, I had this thought of, in fleeting thought, right? But it was a quick thought of like, gosh, do I have enough value to bring to a podcast? And now I know better to stop and go, wait a minute, whoa, that is not going to help me, you know? But most people would hear that thought and then just keep striving, right? Just keep hustling, trying to outwork it or outwillpower that thought. But in reality, that thought would have stopped me. So I know better. So that was that recognition. Next step in the process, step two, would be to record it. So we've got to grab pen and paper and we've got to write it down exactly like you heard yourself say it. So in my podcast example, I wrote down, I do not have enough value to bring to the podcast. So I wrote it just like that. Okay. Why is that important? One of the places people would be like, oh, I'm visualizing. I'm good. I'm manifesting. I'm good. Like if you do the work in your head, your subconscious will will keep protecting all of these stories. We've got to get it into your prefrontal cortex and that pen to paper does that. So I, we write down on step two exactly what it is that you said and you're going to read it out loud. So it's one thing to write it. It's a whole nother thing for your brain at least to read it out loud to yourself. So I read, I read it out loud. I said, I do not have enough value to bring to the podcast. What will naturally happen, Monica, it's so cool, is that very amazing adult brain of yours, because remember, this came from childhood. So the adult brain in you will start to look at that and go, that's not true. Like there's a part of you that will argue with that statement once it's out. And so that's um, the next, the third step, which is to refute it. So this step 
is a real interesting one and it's got a couple layers to it. The first part is as an adult, you say it out loud and you notice what comes up for you naturally. So for me, I read, you know, I don't have enough value to bring to the podcast. And I thought, well, that's silly. Like I've helped this many business owners get to six, seven and eight figures by helping them train their brain. Like, so I just started writing down all the things that just were popping up naturally in my own mind as I was naturally defending that. Right. Um, the, that's your adult brain. That's the logical side of you, right? Will sit and just naturally refute it as much as you can. However, there is a part of us and it was there for me. It was present for me in this moment too, where I was writing down probably 10 things that were, um, were in opposition to that lie, right? That were the truth in opposition to that lie. However, at the same time, I was internally feeling like, yeah, but I still feel like it's true, Right. Because remember, right. thoughts create emotions. So the emotions get embodied, get kind of stuck in your body in a sense. So you feel them before you even recognize the thought. So, I mean, here is this whole page, 10 little items of, you know, I've helped these people and I've created this and I've done this. And like all of that was written down and I'm still having this feeling like, Ugh, you know, I still feel like a little bit of truth to that. So the next piece of this refuting step it's a powerful one and it allows me to access a different part of our brain or basically reverse engineer a part of our brain. And so what we do is you pick somebody that you love, like ride or die, whether it's your husband, best friend, one of your kids. Yes, I know you love them both the same or all of them the same, but pick one because you can't do it as a group, but pick somebody that you love, like seriously, deeply jump in front of a car kind of love and pick them. I picked my son, Max. And what you're going to do out loud, but not to them, but out loud so that your brain can hear it, is you're going to take the lie that you've been saying to yourself all this time, and you're going to actually out loud say it and put it on them. So what that looks like was I went into the bathroom, you know, mom's best place to go when you actually need a moment alone. I locked the door. I made sure the kids weren't around. And out loud, I said, Max, you don't have enough value to bring to the world. And I had my journal or my whatever I'm writing on. And I started writing down all of that that came like literally from my heart up like, oh, no, you don't. Right. Because when we put it on somebody we love, we immediately see what a lie that is. And so I started writing things like he can do anything he wants. He's able. And of course, you'll write it kind of like in he or she. What that it really is, is a mirror truth. It's true about you, too. You've just been so hard on yourself. You haven't been able to see it. So the combination of your logical brain that came up with natural items that you believe are true, and then what you put on somebody else that you love now becomes the fuel to take your foot off the brake because you have this beautiful list of truths about why that limiting belief or that block is a lie. And now you have this 10, 15, 20 items that you're going to now be able to rewire with. And that's the final step. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people, because it's so step-by-step, will do this, I don't know, 20 minutes or so, where you really make the shift and where you actually prune away the network that's keeping that in there is actually recording yourself with all that truth 
and then listening to it every single day for 60 to 67 days until that network that's automatically firing it is actually gone. That is so powerful, this entire process. And I can see how, you know, I was, I was kind of walking through the process with you as you were, you know, you chose your son and I just thinking about, you know, either of my children, if I were to say any, any of these limiting beliefs that I know I have to either of them, I would immediately defend it and say, well, absolutely. They're amazing. You know, that's absolutely not true. They're amazing. Like, of course they've got amazing futures ahead of them and they can do anything they want if they just believe in themselves. And of course, you know, that's exactly what we need to hear too. So Mm -hmm. thank you for that. So I just want to make sure that I've got my notes written down correctly. So the, the rewire, then you said record and listen to yourself for how many days and why is that important? Okay. So And really, I want to just make sure to warn you, don't try to do the stuff in your head and you say it out loud to your loved one, you're going to write down what comes up for you. Don't just do it in your head because again, we need the fuel to give that network something to build up and shake it down. So the reason for 67 days, you've probably heard um, it takes 21 days to make a habit. Well, science is advanced and we now know at 21 days, the old network and the new network that you're going to build by listening to this truth every single day are equal. And in neuroscience term, the energetic term and within your brain, because thoughts are energy, the, the oldest one wins, right? So if you stop, and that's why so many people are like, oh, I've been working out for three weeks and I'm just going to, I don't need my trainer or I don't need to do that anymore. And all of a sudden they fall, fall off the wagon. It's because the networks are the same and then they start to slip. So at 21 days, they're equal at six, somewhere between 60 and 67 days and 67 is on like the, the like outset in terms of like deep, deep, deep neural networks. Um, we have seen through synaptic pruning that that neural network is literally pruned apart, like picture cutting a string in half. And now that thought cannot jump across anymore. So that is what we've learned through neuroscience, again, entrepreneur being in that room going, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Because if in 67 days, I can rewire something that's been driving me and keeping me back for, I don't know, 20 years. Oh my goodness. Like what a superpower that is. And, and to, not only that, but just to know that I'm not broken, that there's nothing wrong with me, that I just automated My brain's actually really, really powerful because I've automated really well (laughs) all the things that were holding me back. And once you start to shift that and go that 60 to 67 days, it's not only you do you not have that network, but your identity shifts because you believe differently. And once you believe differently, your identity shifts. You become the person that is um, on a whole different level than you were when you start the journey of rewiring. And the great news is, though, at about 21 days, uh, we see what's I, the only way I can give it a good example is kind of like compounding interest. You know how compounding interest doesn't seem like you're getting a whole lot. Like, doesn't it seems like okay? I see a little movement, but nothing exciting. But there's a point where it like hockey sticks up, and that's yes. 21 days for your brain. So, at 21 days, every single day that you pass that mark, it really is that compound interest kicks in. And it starts growing faster and faster and faster. And you can sense it, but most, and here's the thing I want to challenge your listeners to as well. We, we always are asking, how can I be more successful like that person? How can I achieve like that person? If you want to do that, 
then I really challenge you to do the things that people at that 3% level are doing. And that's, this is the stuff they're doing. They, they might be accidental neural hackers, but they are, they are creating a thought and they're sticking with that thought over and over again, even without the evidence until it becomes real. And that's what this whole neural coaching model is based off of is the fact that you can prune that away. And once you start getting some momentum, I, a day like 30, 35, 40, I love it because I'll always hear everybody will be, you know, I don't know, I'm still feeling it. It's not like the thought goes away, right? It's, it's not a magic blue pill, but all of a sudden at about 20, between 20 and 30 days, they'll say like, I just don't have the thought anymore. And getting closer to that 67 days, they're like, I actually really believe the opposite. I can't believe, I had one of my students the other day say, I cannot believe I ever thought I couldn't make as much money as I want. Like I, it's because she was in a coaching call. She was a, she's one of my neuro coaches and she was coaching on one of our calls. And she's like, I heard the student and they were talk, talking about how hard it is to make money. And I know I said that before, but there's not a fiber in my being that believes that on any level anymore. And it's just cool to just know, like you have that power and control if you trust the process and you practice it. Wow. That's so powerful. I have one more follow-up question regarding this process. How many thoughts should we be working on reversing and rewiring at one time? Can we overload and have too many or can we just do this as many times as needed? I love this question and it's it's good for me to hear it because I should be leading with it. Here's the great news. We think we have like a hundred of these thoughts, but in reality, they they might have different tentacles of the thought, but typically it boils down to three core things somewhere around the idea of, do I have what it takes? Am I enough or am I worthy? And so once we get after the first one, it, it's kind of like an onion layer. You tend to get to the to the next one a lot deeper and it, it kind of unravels a lot of them all at one time. So that's the one thing I'll hear a lot. I've got thousands of these. I could be doing this for the rest of my life. And the reality is you think you do, but in, in my experience over the last 10 years, what I've found is it's usually one to two big ones and then the rest unravel because you've gotten to the core truth. Very cool. Oh my gosh. Well, that's really good news. Yeah, it's great news. And yeah, it's and it's really cool to know like it's not about luck or chance. Yeah, you can't control other people. Yeah, you can't control the outside environment, but you can control every thought including how you react to everything, how much money you want to make. Really, it's the only resource available for you to train that gets you more of everything you want, more, more time, more money. If you decide to go that way, more impact, more influence, all of the above, your brain is the one responsible for that. So why not become the creator of your thoughts and truly become a master at neurohacking your brain through the neurocoaching model? That's wonderful. Gosh, thank you so much, Shannon. This was so much. I feel like this is like one of our most action-packed episodes. Um, Can you please share, I know you mentioned earlier that you have something that you wanted to share with the audience. Yeah, because we didn't get to dive in so much on the building that success pathway and showing your brain the things that it needs to see. I would love to let your listeners get their hands on a pre-recorded brain priming audio. That's something they would just listen to AM and PM, and it goes after a couple of those limiting 
beliefs that we have and also really builds a success pathway in your brain. It's really powerful if you, if you use it in the morning and in the evening. And I even had one person call me up, not a, not a student, not a client. She'd just been listening to the brain priming. She said, I've been listening for two and a half weeks and we just had our first six-figure month. Wow. So there's a lot of power in it if you trust the process and practice it. So I'd love to give that to your tribe if, if you uh, would like them to have it. Oh, I appreciate that so much. I can't wait to use it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Thank you so much for this. I really appreciate it. It's been a joy. It's always a joy to chat with you. Um, but tell everybody where they can follow you. You have an amazing podcast that you definitely should be listening to, but where else? Please share. Yeah. So the podcast is called Epic Success Podcast. And then everywhere else, I'm at Dr. Shannon Irvin. And I'd love to connect with you and help you train your brain to transform your life and business. Wonderful. Oh, thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Shannon. So much fun. Love you. you. Thank you so (laughs) much. (laughs) So good, right? Shannon definitely did not disappoint. Now it's time for you to take action. So I want you to go through the four-step process that Shannon shared with us. And also be sure to grab the free brain priming audio series that she mentioned at the end. And you can find that at drshannonirvin.com slash flourish. And we will have the links for everything in the show notes at monicalouie.com slash 38. And I would love to hear your takeaways from this episode. So feel free to share those in the comments with us at monicalouie.com slash 38 or tag Shannon and me on Instagram. I am at Flourish with Monica and she's at Dr. Shannon Irvin. That's T-R Shannon Irvin. I want to give a huge thank you once again to Shannon Irvin for coming on the podcast and sharing her wisdom with us. I absolutely loved this episode and I hope that you did too. And once again, you'll find all the links and resources that we mentioned in this episode at monicalouie.com slash 38. And thank you so much for joining Shannon and me today. If you are ready to scale your business with Facebook ads, then I invite you to check out my free Facebook ad starter kit. And you can find that at monicalouie.com slash guide. The starter kit takes you through the six steps to creating campaigns that convert. Plus, there's an awesome checklist so you can make sure you've got everything you need before you jump into the ads manager. And if you're like me, then you love a good checklist. And if you're interested in learning more about how my team and I might be able to help you with your Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest ads, go to monicalouie.com slash WWM. We have information there about our services. As I mentioned, of all the links and resources that we mentioned in today's show in the show notes at monicalouie.com slash 38. And if you found this helpful, please leave a rating and review so that more people can find this podcast. Those ratings and reviews, they actually help the podcast get found in the podcast app on iTunes. And subscribe so that you can be notified when the next episode comes out. Brand new episodes come out every single Thursday. And next week, I've got another great interview heading your way. So subscribe so you don't miss it. My guest next week has been such an inspiration to me over the last several years. And I'm so glad that I can call him a friend. He has built multiple seven-figure online businesses. That means more than one seven-figure online business, all while keeping his family front and center as his main priority. And he's sharing how he's done it all with us next week. So I hope you'll join me next week on the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. Take care and bye for now. 